Welcome to episode seven. Welcome to the reckoning <laughs> of the crew cast. We're actually doing it. Yeah. I still it's still every week. I'm like, look at us. I know. Adulting. I know. <laughs> Today was like Emma was like, you can because we had some stuff going on about getting a mortgage and shit. And Adult, Emma was adulting. like, you might have to push it back, do it on do it on oh. a different day. And I was like, I can't. We can't. I can't. I've got to do it later. It's gotta yeah. it's gotta happen. It has to be out by Monday. And yeah. and you know that it takes me like a good day and a bit to get these buggers done. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. So. No, Emma. No. 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 This was the this was the first one where like <laughs> we, things have been quite the first plan of me quite stealing ritual. Emma. Yeah. <laughs> Slowly but surely there's a, moving there you. Is in. A, <laughs> there's a Emma has battles with multiple other men about <laughs> about stealing me actually. This is this most, is a reoccurring theme. Because most women have the battle with their fellas best mate yeah. all the time. Yeah. I share ice cream with my best mate as that as in like the cone. Yeah. <laughs> You're also I'm, like, I'm done with this one now. Do you want it, Mark? Sure. Yeah. And I'll suck on that. Hey, go have a look at that. We're practically kissing. <laughs> I dream of you. <laughs> oh, but yeah, uh, what are we on? We're on week seven. It's uh, sunny shining today. Summer shining. It was a gorgeous day. Oof, it's starting to get to, you know what it's starting to get to? What? Motorbike weather. Today was the first day I got in my car. So this was after I was leaving work. Got in my car. And you know when your car, you're act, it's, it acts like... A greenhouse like storing heat, and it was the first time I got in the car, oh, you were like, and it was warm, uh, opposed to getting in, and it's cold, and like yeah. it's actually it was warmer in the car than it was outside, so that that sunlight was actually baking it. So we are we getting there. And the sky is blue. They've got the clocks going forward soon as well. Yeah, I don't That's know. Always a winner. I don't even know what. Is that, is that only in England? Do Americans have that? Do Americans no, have no. That? Everyone, I think everyone has that. It's daylight savings. Stupid. Isn't it? Don't need it anymore. Yeah. Can we just leave it forward? Why don't we just leave it forward as a nation? Why don't we just have a vote? We'll all say yes. You know that um, that this it was a study actually done on sleep. Um, this was from I learned this from a book called Why We Sleep. Yeah, and the day clocks go what back. Say. Yeah. Um, so the day basically the day we lose an hour's sleep, um, the rates of like heart attacks and everything goes up by mm-hmm. a substantial amount. It's like twenty twenty five percent increase, and then the day that we gain an hour. Heart attacks and other things actually drop twenty five percent. So if it's that doesn't mad, say how important sleep is, and at it, suicide rates, yes. when the t- clocks go back, go up yeah. considerable percentage. Yeah. So like, there's no. We have a huge, huge fight towards keeping it forward. So government, who obviously because surely you're listening to our podcast, of course, of course, because if you're not, you're out of touch as a politician. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or, where do you get your news from, Boris? If you're not listening to us, <laughs> yeah, keep them forward. Ways. But I had to have a word with myself today. Yeah. Like literally before you got here. So for those on YouTube, hello. Um, hello. So Mr. Lewis, he got here about a bit later today. Yes, mortgage stuff. So yeah, he got adulting stuff to do. And um, so I was like, okay, I'll get a work out before you get here. Guess what time I started working out? Bearing in mind, Lewis is going to get here about eight o'clock. About five to eight. <laughs> yeah, 10 past seven, mate. All right. And that's you told good. me you're going to hear that, what, three? You told me that news? Yeah. So that's like how unenergetic I have been today. And I was pissed off at myself. Mm. Because as soon as I started working out, felt great. Yeah. What? And I just literally went, you're a dick. Yeah. You're a dick. And I sat and in my, uh, where I've created my little gym, I've got these door mirrors. So you hang the, the mirrors on the door. And I literally was, so I have one where I can see it. It's like a sideways view from my bench. And I literally looked over at myself. Sat on the bench in the mirror, it's like, as, if it was a different, as if it was a different human being. Yeah, and I was like, "Yeah." After going like, "Oh, you are fucking oh, sexy." 
Oh, look at that specimen. Oh, that's oh. nice. That is. I like that. Look at that luscious hair. <laughs> After doing all that, I looked at him and went, you're a dick. Mm. Literally out loud to the mirror, pointed at myself, angry face. Like, I haven't seen my own angry face properly before. And I was looking at myself as if it was a different a person I was talking to that wasn't me. Yeah. I was like, you were a dick and you need to pull your fucking act together. Yeah. Pull your fucking socks up. Stop moping around like a little angry child that's had his toys banned from him for a little bit. <laughs> And pull you and get your fucking act together. And then I just stared at myself in the eyeballs, mm. right, right in the eyeballs, for like a good thirty seconds. Yeah, and it was my my commitment yeah. to myself. But yeah, I generally start when you stare at yourself for a long period of time. It was as if someone else was staring back at me. Yeah, and was like, "Fucking do this." Yeah. So that was it. It's my commitment today to stop being such a bitch. But mainly, we were talking and we discussed this when you got here. I said I had, had to have a word when you got mm. here. Yeah, well, yeah. You, Lewis walked in when I was like mid press up, topless. Sweaty, yeah, yeah, and so just, just like in. I walked into one of his Instagram stories. <laughs> but the best thing was, when I looked round, you were just leaning in the doorway, <laughs> just watching. Then noticed. I shouted at myself a lot when I trained. Yeah, so it must have been a fair old sight. Yeah, I was there for a good twenty minutes. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just with like just a, just a little sippy cup. Yeah, yeah, mm, yeah. He'll notice yeah. me eventually. Hello, hello, Jackie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, so yeah, I had to have a proper word of myself. Yeah, uh, definitely getting a bit bummed out by this whole thing still. It I happens, thought I was a bit over it. But. It happens, and catching it, that's literally yeah. it. Like, that's yeah. the thing. It's its its never over, is it? It's mm. just a, a continuing thing, and sometimes you've got momentum, sometimes you've got less. That's, yeah, and I've gone through a lot, and I know a lot of people are aware of this, but some people keep messaging me. Stop freaking messaging me. Yes, I'm single, right? Yeah. Right, well, I'm, I'm, I'm out of the, you know, being in a relationship thing. Yeah. I'm out of that. that that means you're single. Yeah, that, yeah. I don't know if this. <laughs> I'm not in a relationship. Yeah, yeah, I'm not in a relationship doing that. So, like, I'm just me. I'm yeah. just me. And uh, the, obviously, I went through a fair old rigmarole on my own. Dealt with it on my own. Didn't even tell like my family and stuff for quite a while because mm. I don't know why. Uh, I'll probably go into it later when we're doing a relevant subject matter. But when you're like me and you, we're quite like. Sh- Strong-minded, I mm. guess, and we kind of just right move on. Right here we go, yeah. troop on, troop on. Deal with that later. You know yeah. what's more important. And I think eventually stuff just does catch up with you a little bit that you're not aware of. You think you're kind of over stuff, but then yeah. there's still a bit of either like a bit of anger or anxiety or stress or stuff just that just, wasn't just dealt niggles with. at you. And I do a thing where I I'm going to describe it as I go and visit an ex- visit an ex- expanded part of the world yes yes yeah I, I traveled to an expanded part of our world yeah through the medium of a wonderful substance and um i found during my travels that yeah i was i had i'd been not dealing with uh some leftover like uh it was it was nothing to do with anybody else it was purely me feeling like i'd let myself down yeah so this is why i have my like thing today i had my little so because when you when you when you travel and you get home and there's you know, back back on back onto the realm, and you're a bit jet lagged, you know. So mm. you take a few days to deal with stuff. Yeah. And um, so this was my day where I just sat, and at the end of it, the culmination was stop being a bum, get back to being you. And the main thing I got from it was listen, stop worrying about everything. You have good shit to say. Just get back in front of the camera and fucking start saying it. Because my my main my main thing I've been recently is just not wanting to pick the camera up. Yeah. Because I feel like I can't create worthy content because mm. I can't go anywhere or do anything. Yeah. And that's just not true. No. Not not when we have good rambles that can help other people maybe in a similar situation feel the same way. And we've said this before. If you've got a dumb thing in your head that you think only you're thinking, 
tell other people. Yeah. Guarantee they're thinking the same thing. And it makes everyone feel better when you hear someone say the same thing as you've been thinking. You're like, oh, it's not just me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And also, like, the, you know, purely when we do these podcasts, we have no structure. We just go and do them. And the feedback we've been getting is great. So, obviously, what you're doing with your videos, you don't necessarily have to have some, like, super rigid structure. But no. I think you're, like, from seeing how you work with your videos, you're a perfectionist and you're always, like, mm. you're really, like, trying to get this perfect thing. Whereas sometimes just doing doing the thing it doesn't yeah you know, doesn't yeah. doesn't have to be perfect. Yeah. Sometimes the imperfection of it is what people like. Do you know? What yeah, I mean? that's so, true. Because it's relatable, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. So yeah. yeah, but yeah. So I had a guy come down this week, but yeah, there was no need for a but there. English likes. <laughs> but <laughs> so anyway, I had a fellow come over and um, and do some filming with me, and that really kind of got me back back on a little bit of a yeah. I was like yeah, because he sent me the video today and actually watched it, and it's just about five steps you can do that start every day that will make your day better. Yeah. And I thought, this is going to be useful, but, you know, I don't care if it's... I'm going to make it as entertaining as I can, but I just want this to help the people it reaches. Yeah. But it's actually come through, and it's actually quite funny and yeah. really flowy and quite a good little watch. Yeah. So I'm quite excited now because I've got, like, this new... The way it's filmed is kind of cool. We've used a bit of an... Uh, so it's just me talking and doing some stuff, but we're jumping from scene to scene, so it keeps you engaged. But we use little cutscenes where we took inspiration from Snatch. You know, where he goes... London, going to fucking London. And the plane, shot glass and all that. You know, did a similar thing for like the, what would essentially be boring bits of the video, like grooming. Yeah. But then use that kind of style and it it looks really cool. So I'm looking forward to releasing that. I'll probably release that. uh, That might have gone out either Sunday, which will be yesterday once this is out, Mm. or it'll go out on the same day on Monday. I can't decide whether I want to do a Sunday or Monday release. I'll decide, depending on um, how long it takes me to decide a thumbnail with my ADHD. But yeah, so I feel good on that. I feel good. And um, definitely having you come over on Fridays is my like focus. But we talked about deadlines. Yes. Yeah. Know, which was a good conversation. I think we should have that on here now. Yeah, actually. Yeah, we were talking about it before because I suppose the, the we said that a lot of people have lost a sense of urgency during yeah. lockdown because most people's deadlines have either been shifted or expanded or things are more flexible now. People yeah. are working from home or people aren't working at all. And this was my issue why I wasn't getting going. Yeah. Yeah, uh, just, to, just to clarify why we're not going to talk about this. Yeah. This yeah, has yeah. been, when we talked about it, I realised, oh, Lewis just told me why I'm not getting shit done. Yeah, so, it's, yeah. it's deadlines, isn't it? People like, and there's hard deadlines and there's and there's soft deadlines. And you can put an artificial deadline in of, I'm going to do this task by two o'clock today. But if there is literally zero re, like issue repercurrence, re- is that the word? Um, for, yeah, there's, there's you, no reprisal yeah, for, for not getting it done. For, yeah, if you put, if you're just telling yourself that that's a deadline... It doesn't work because no. that's not how deadlines work. They actually have to mean something. Yeah, there has to be which, a comeuppance if yeah, you don't get yeah, there. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, which is, you know, for you, committing to, I'm going to put this video up at X time and yeah. then put that on your story because then if you don't do it, people are like, hey, Lex, where's the fucking <laughs> yeah. thing you oh, said you were going to put rubbish. up? And then, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you're a piece of shit, Lex. And then you can be like, oh, fuck, I should have done I'm that. I'm going to fire by my house, Lex. So, like, follow you, mate. You're so, in a sense, that platform that you've got although like it maybe can hold you back in certain aspects it also is a massive area that you have for potential accountability put it out there tell the people yeah and then you are accountable to them it's it's a reason why classes work so well for people who are trying to get into fitness like crossfit and zumba whatever the fuck classes like although they might not necessarily be the most effective 
but you are then have accountability from the other people that are in the class because yeah. Sandra is going to be... Uh, <laughs> yeah, you've told her that you're going to see her that time next week, yeah. and if you don't do it, you're going to look like a dick. Yeah. So you're accountable to those other people, and that's the social pressure of doing it. And social pressure is not always a bad thing. People no, people it, think yeah. that, like, oh, you're getting forced into doing shit you don't want to do. Sometimes that's a good thing. You don't. Most yeah, people don't want to train. As long as it's not kicking kittens. Yeah. Because that's too easy. Like, it's not even a challenge. Yeah. Oh, they're <laughs> they're so easy. light. Yeah, they're way easy. Like, dogs are way better type. <laughs> We're kidding. Absolutely kidding. Put your, put your fingers down, Karen. Sit back. Yeah. Drink your Java juice and shut up. I actually, talking <laughs> of Java juice. We're going, Ooh, we're going to yes. have a sipperoni on this bad boy. Right. So many of you have been getting in contact us about the whiskies and rums that we drink on the show. Mm. We generally thought this would just be our own little fun thing. Yeah, we're just <laughs> you guys, like, what that, excuse I, can we have I, to drink? I told you tonight, somebody sent me a message and they literally are buying every drink that we do every week. Yes. And he sent me a, like a video of just scanning across all the drinks on his drink cabinet. Nice. It's all our drinks. It was a bit weird because obviously they're like drinks you can pick up everywhere. But I was like... It's weird seeing him have the same as what I have on the downstairs. Drinks cabinet downstairs. Yeah. I thought that's pretty cool. Yeah. I like that little thing that we're starting. So you, you can introduce yourself because you've gone and found this, but it was after a request of um, a number of people who are well into their yeah. Well, uh, whiskies, and this is a bourbon. Bourbon. No, bourbon's a biscuit. A bourbon biscuit. Bourbon's a British. So this is a bourbon. We put. We're just having a bourbon biscuit instead. Sorry, guys. You you can open this one. I think I think you deserve to open this for finding it. But it's called Buffalo, Buffalo Trace. Trace. Yeah. Now the cool thing about this whiskey is, this whiskey is from the seventeen hundreds. Like it's been going since legit cowboy times. Have I made that up? That's right, isn't it? Seventeen hundred. I don't know. Literally, this this whiskey has been going for so long. Seventeen seventy five. Look at that Early knowledge. Pioneers. Knowledge, Lex. I mean, I may not remember the important things I need to know in life, but. The lyrics to Top Gun and the date that that whiskey came around. <laughs> the only it. things he's got. <laughs> yeah. So literally, literally, and I mean this using the word properly, not like, you know, those Chelsea lot use it for. <laughs> literally. I lit- that's not a Chelsea accent I was going to do for that. Literally died. Literally died. Did you? It's yeah. amazing. How are you talking Are you it? Jesus? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So cowboys would have actually been drinking this bourbon. Yeah. And that is dope. It this is, is literally a link back to history. Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey, Buffalo Trace. I just think that's the So this is the, this is why we do the thing with whiskeys. Like they have history, they have heritage, they have like a story behind them. It's not like a freaking Budweiser. Yeah. You know, I just I just this is part of the enjoyment for me is finding out where they come from and this is one of the biggest stories I think I've seen in a whiskey so far. The fact that the Cowboys are drinking this boggles my mind. Yeah, yeah. I love it. It's a, it's a, it's a real good one because it came about because when somebody asked us some, about some of our favourites and I mentioned and I was like I couldn't remember what it was called. I was like it's something Buffalo and then yeah. somebody replied saying oh it's Buffalo Trace because I bought this for one of my members of staff Tom for his birthday a couple of years ago and he really loved it. And I had a little bit then, and it was very nice. So that's kind of how it all came So we out. do. So as always, we do the, the. This one doesn't look like a twisty top. It looks like a cork. It is a cork. Get in. It is a cork. Nice whiskey sound. Right. So. Oh, hang on. No, that Scotchery had had a cork as well. So right. Does anyone want to let us know why does does the bourbon and the Scotch have a cork, and the other ones are all twisty tops? Yes. I don't want to know why because yeah. in my head, surely corks are better for like flavor, savor, and all that. Anyway, pop and it. more cowboy do the test. I'm gonna do the pop do test. The pop test. 
Ooh, ooh, it was a cheeky one again. Yeah, a little cheeky pop. Yeah, it's a tiny little. That little is a teeny cut. It's like button. It's like a button penis. <laughs> it's just like mine. <laughs> little button mushroom penis. It's it's, it is mushroom. that? It is a. But did you die? Oh, you never died from cock before. Oh, but did you die? Yeah, that's what it looks like. See, Arthur Morgan would drink this. Oh my God, Arthur would definitely drink this. Hey boy. Maybe I'll keep her in black. I'll keep her in black on your, your behalf. <laughs> if you've not played Red Dead, you can't be our friend. Yeah. Oh, this smells nice. Maybe I'll keep her in black. Oh, what's that? You can smell the cask that it's kept in, can't you? Oh, Maybe you smell I'll the drink wood. Buffalo Trace. Maybe on your behalf. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Pour it. You got to pour that. Okay, I'm ready oh, for this me, one. Give us your glass, mate. Oh, do the do the glug test. You got to pour it in front of you, mate. Oh, do you want me to do you? You know what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. So whilst whilst Lewis does, yeah. Oh, that, that is sound. That sound. Oh, that's a that is a cowboy paw. Wow. Okay. Brilliant. So as always, guys, remember drink your whiskey. Uh, what's the word where you're sensible? Responsible. That's the one. Yeah. Drink your whiskey irresponsibly. Drink your whiskey irresponsibly. Or irresponsibly, depending on. <laughs> Can we, can we say that? Are we obligated? And by responsible, I don't know. Uh, we're not being obligated. I refuse no. to be obligated. You, we might have to stop putting a disclaimer. Disclaimer: Don't drink whiskey and kick cats. Don't do anything that we say. Yeah, don't, don't. Yeah, in this podcast, maybe outside of the podcast, <laughs> but not in the podcast. Some of the stuff we say, just although this. half the time we are giving people advice, maybe. Yeah, we can't say that. Don't, don't say, don't do what we say because some of our stuff is actually useful. Okay, you're you are responsible for your own actions because you're all adults, and if you're not yeah. an adult, you're still responsible. Yeah. Just don't sue us. Yeah. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Please. Please. Yeah, yeah. So, by responsible, I mean have the proper ice in your glass, which you should have bald ice, pour the whiskey or the bourbon or the rum, and then let the ice and the drink sit for a good five minutes, let it get down to temperature, then we'll take a little sip, sip Now, as always, we have asked you guys some questions. Ooh, oh, asked you four questions for us to answer. Yes. And We've got some good ones. Yes. I would like to say, though, before the podcast happened, with Lewis coming back on the deadline thing, because you were coming at eight o'clock, it actually made me get off the sofa, which I've been sucked to all day, like created a full bum groove in the sofa. Uh, and I blasted that workout and got it done, obviously just by Lewis got here. Feel amazing now. And you know I'm getting serious about kicking my own ass because I had a protein shake afterwards. Yep. I haven't had a protein shake properly, like as in a, you have to have this because you've worked out protein shake mm. for a while. And he farted uh, right before the podcast started. <laughs> I did. I blew gas. Yeah. I found gas from the shake. It went through quick. That's good then. Yeah. That's so, I am dedicating myself back. Because my diet's not been actually that bad. I've been cooking and, and eating and doing that. I'm actually leaning out quite nicely. Mm. Um, just eating intuitively. Fasting till, fasting till midday. People always ask this. So what I'm doing. I'm fasting till midday. So when you see me getting up and having breakfast, I'm just woken up and out of bed at 12 o'clock. <laughs> yeah. The late coffee and the late breakfast is a purpose inbuilt into my day thing so that I don't get up and require something. Yeah. So I can just get up and be me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm eating from like one o'clock-ish start then. Yeah. And then I usually end up finishing eating around about 10. Yeah. And then, so now I want to finish at like half nine, get to bed by half 10, 11. Yeah. Because I've been going to bed at 3 a.m. Do you train terrible. without with it on an empty stomach most of the time, or is it? Oh, well, see, what I want to do is get up and you do, do my stuff, do my ab movements, which I have been doing, and they're brilliant. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so we're getting up and doing five, five by five by five. So I do like hanging toe touches into hanging leg raises into hanging knee tucks. And the reason I'm doing it all hanging is I'm trying to fix my pelvic tilt. Mm-hmm. I got the duck butt. 
duck butt. And um, so what I'm trying to do is make my, I'm trying to roll my spine back down on the negatives mm -hmm. and stop that lower back arching out and just swinging underneath. Mm -hmm. I'm forcing it to extend on those negatives. So it's really worked because I hurt him. Good. And obviously working my abs as well at the same time, so double benefit. But if you do have a pelvic tilt, the hanging works really good. Video yourself, you'll catch your lower back arching on negatives mm -hmm. because it's that's the, you know, you've got tight hip flexors and stuff. Stop it doing that by squeezing your glutes a little bit and then just driving your feet right down to the floor and get to the bottom to really lengthen that spine. Um, and that's been really good. And then what I'm going to start doing though Medieval is... Medieval torture rack, that's also really good. Yeah. Yes. Just... Do you know what though? I reckon that would actually be... If you, <laughs> as long as you didn't do to the point where your arms and things popped. I think <laughs> yeah. it'd be quite good for you. Yeah, I was going to say, why aren't these a <laughs> thing? Why aren't, these, why aren't these little torture devices? I'll speak to one of our fabricators. I'll see if we can get... <laughs> yeah, dude. How funny would that be if in the middle of the gym you had just yeah. this torture rack? Yeah. Strap yourself to that, mate. <laughs> yeah, like just two inches taller by the end of click, it. Click, 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 have one of, they used to have those you know for like it was kickboxers and stuff inversion tables where no 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 you sit in yeah. and it, you put your legs either side oh, yes. and they slowly click by yeah, click can, would put you into the splits yeah yeah you can still get splits. them yeah. can you yeah you can still get I don't them how you make those without getting sued now too many cans in the world i've seen them yeah you can you can get them really uh, yeah I don't, I don't know. i'd get to like click number three out of 70 ah, <laughs> that'd be it yeah, yeah. Please. Uh, somebody messaged me today saying, uh, on Instagram, they're just asking something about uh, the morning movements. Mm -hmm. And then they were like, cool, and start doing that because I'm about as flexible as a block of flats. <laughs> and I put, I'm the neighboring block. <laughs> Don't worry, mate. You're not alone. You're not alone. I, I'm talking to like funny sayings. I love stuff like that. And somebody said, he's got teeth like a bag of smashed crabs. <laughs> Teeth like a bag of smashed crabs. What an insult. You'd have to take that insult and be like, that's clever. Yeah, yeah well played. fair enough. Well played. That's one of those where you just go, yeah, that's quick. I like yeah. that. So, just if that. anyone wanted to use it, it's, you've got it's out there. You've got teeth like a bag of smashed crabs. You know what you could also use? You've got teeth like a bag of smashed biscuits. Yeah, that's also like a good Like a broken one. biscuit. Yeah. Uh, or, teeth, teeth like a burnt down fence. Oh, that's a good one. Mm. Oh, I want to think of more, but I feel like we're getting a bit mean. <laughs> it's not dark, is it, anyone? It's just... If you have any funny insults, let us know. Comments yeah. on the YouTube section or just message yeah, us. Yeah, just them. let us know. Let's, should we narrow this down to teeth? Yeah, just <laughs> like, teeth. Teeth insults, yeah. please. <laughs> just drop a load of teeth insults in the comments. That'll, that'll be great. Right, shall I get onto some of these questions? Or should yeah. we have a sip first? Let's do the sip now, then, questions. Yeah, we are. So, we're going to... So, this is Buffalo Trace, Kentucky Straight... Bur bourbon whiskey. They've got a good story on the back. You read it. Cause okay. Because I, I can't. Okay. In my best reading voice. Come Here on. we go. Oh my God. It's a proper story, mate. Okay. And it's 40%. So normal 40% drinks, you would expect a hefty first sip alcohol kick. You feel that burn a little bit. And if it doesn't, that's when you know it's smooth. Okay. Here we go. The ancient paths of countless buffalo led America westward. Legendary explorers, pioneers, and settlers alike followed these trails known as traces. It's like a, a movie thing. The yeah. tracer. The tracer. Traces. Through rugged wilderness and the new lands, new adventures, and newfound freedom. It's so American. One such trace, called the Great Buffalo Trace, crossed the Kentucky River at a spot just north of present-day Frankfurt. Don't know if I said that right. Early pioneers settled here in 1775. And with... I'm going to go... I'm going to try and go a bit Western with it, like in the whiskey adverts. With plentiful pure limestone, water and rich river bottomed loam for growing exceptional grains, distillation quickly followed. 
With an unparalleled reputation for creating outstanding bourbon whiskey, the Buffalo Trace Distillery today stands as one of America's oldest distilling sites. Amazing. And then there's more. But basically, it's just all cool shit like about exploring an adventure. It doesn't actually say... It like old the as pros- fuck. Yeah. We, basically. Yeah, basically. We old as shit and better than everyone. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> so it doesn't really tell us what we're supposed to expect like on the nose. Sometimes when you look on the back, it'll also tell you like on the nose and on the palate what you're supposed to do. So we'll see what our... We're going to have a clinkerini. Yes, I think. Cheers, Thanks. sir. Happy Friday. Happy, happy Monday, Monday, everybody else. Yeah, happy Monday, everyone else. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. Ooh, that is very, very smooth. No burn. Not even on the first sip. Ooh, getting a little bit of heat Ooh, down yeah. the side of the tongue now. Yeah, right at the end. Mm. It, is, it was gone. It was gone, and, and then, then the it was heat like... comes back. But not a burn, just heat and spice, a little bit. Mm. Peppery. Peppery? Yeah. It is sweet, though. Sweet over the front of the tongue, and then our palates are not refined enough yet to determine the difference between like that kind of oaky, woody taste to all the other peats and stuff. We just get... Sweetness and smoke, don't yeah. we, really? It much. tastes good, it tastes bad. But it's smooth, it is very smooth, yeah. and it's not overly smoky, so no. that kind of, uh, it's, it's definitely a, a sweet lead taste. It's, this, for, I think, just from the first sip or two, I think this is not quite as good as last week's. I don't, oh, which was last week's? Last week's was, um, what was it called now? It was the Jack Daniels, the special. Oh, the Gentleman. Yeah, See, Gentleman now, I would Jack. say this is nicer from first taste than the gentleman. But that gentleman, when you were th- two or three glasses in, was super smooth. That got really, mm. really smooth. But I reckon that, that's smooth. already smooth to me now. I think three glasses in, this, that's, this is going to be smoother. Yeah, that's just from my first few sips, so it might change. But, but like, palettes, Everyone's palate's different. Yeah. yeah, true. But for me, I think that's very similar to the gentleman Jack flavor. It is similar. Sweet, yeah. but a little less smoky. Yes. So I could drink more of more of this on like a sunny day. Yeah. I think the gentleman for me is more of a winter warmer. Winter one. Yeah. So nice. Yeah. Buffalo Trace. Good choice. People who follow us and tell us what to drink. Yes. Well done. Right. Um, right. So on to your questions yeah. that we have asked. And we ask these every single week. I will put them up probably about an hour and a half before we start filming because I always forget and then we go, oh, we should probably put questions up. Yeah. And then, um, yeah. So, so, talking of uh, what, what we should drink and what we've been recommending. I did say ask us anything, so, so it's just more fun. It's nothing weird <laughs> that they're telling us to drink. Someone says, where is the Balvini whiskey? See that first one there? Balvine? Balvini? Where is the Balvini? B-A-L-V-E-N-I-E. B-A-L-V-E-N-I-E. I don't know. Where, where is, is the, Where is the I whiskey? I assume it's probably in some shop somewhere. It sounds like a... a a rhetorical question like he's we're supposed to go he says where's the Balvini whiskey like, I don't know where is the Balvini whiskey and then he says something f- funny maybe it's the start of a joke yeah that's what it sounds like to me next maybe we should google it we'll google it later maybe this one to the, one to add to the list if we can get it it'll go on the list right so the the strictest person in the fit in fitness you know regarding uh training and nutrition Matt so, Ogus Ogus it's <laughs> 100% so no one's even close fair enough uh, for me, it's somebody that no one will know because they're not a they're not a, in the fitness industry, but they are into fitness. It's just your, someone who's your mate Dave. <laughs> my mate Dave. He'll fucking have ogres any day of the week, mate. He don't train, but he is committed to his noodles. He's fucking committed. He loves mate. a pot noodle, and he is committed. Yeah, right. So this one, I've heard this many times because my partner Emma has asked this question: What's the difference uh-huh. between a pebble and a stone? 
there isn't a difference. They are the same thing. A pebble is just a small stone, yeah. usually weathered by water of some kind. See, Emma likes tangible black and white answers, and I'm like, sometimes there's like there's like a pebble stone rock boulder flow chart, and, you, and you're kind of like <laughs> sliding along the scale. It's not just like at this point. After yeah, after a forty three well, diameter, forty three inch I think, diameter. I think anything under like probably three inches or is a pebble. is a micro penis. <laughs> <laughs> My brain wasn't ready. <laughs> what are we talking about? Pebbles. Sorry. My brain wasn't ready. <laughs> Oh Jesus! Yeah, you and sipping your whiskey like you just won the conversation. You did actually win. That is your conversation, uh, right? Yeah, Emma. So the, a pebble is basically a small stone that is you. I would say usually weathered by and shaped by water. Mm, a pebble would be smooth, wouldn't it? As well, yeah, like a stone so. could have some sharp edges, but I would classify yeah. a pebble as something very. Smooth I think a pebble is a small stone, whereas a stone is an an earth created thing. Bit of, yeah. It's a brick from Earth. Started really well and ended up using the word thing. It's an Earth in brick. The least scientific way possible. Right. Um, at home, tricep builders with dumbbells or barbells? Dumbbells for me for triceps. I think it's like what movements would you use for those? With, oh, with dumbbell oh, or barbell, it, what are you going to do? Do kickbacks because no bugger does them right in the gym anyway. Mm. If you do them right, you don't. You only need eight to ten kilos, and those mothers burn. And they also make you really force like stabilization of all your back, core, and shoulder. Mm. Uh, yeah. Uh, oh, oh, no, I can't describe the other one that I do. Mm. But it's like a dumbbell skull crusher, but at an angle, and I do rotations with it. So it do starts as like a hammer grip. Yeah. Then I, as I come up, I, I finish at an angle. Right. So you're pressing supinated. So yes, that neutral grip. Neutral grip into supinated. Yeah. Yeah. As I roll up. So as I come up, I roll to supinated, but. I keep the elbow in at all times. So I'm actually only rotating at the wrist right. and keeping the arm really straight. What's going to happen is the elbow is going to want to roll out with the with the hand turning in. Yeah. Don't let it. Yeah. It's a killer. Literally six kilos. Mm. You can die with six kilos on it. It's nice. Brilliant. I really like um, like a rolling tricep extension. Uh, so you do it with your back supported on a bench. So you're yeah. kind of bridging bridging up, supporting yourself. And opposed to just like a normal skull crusher where you're just going to be hinging at the elbows, you're allowing shoulder flexion. So it's almost like a pullover. But if you think about it, the origin and insertion points of the tricep, it's obviously inserts at the elbow, inserts yeah. by like up into the scap or yeah, near the scap. Right so you're actually getting more of a stretch on your tricep by having... by elevating your your upper arm as well so you're getting a really good stretch and as you extend out you're thinking about imagine you're almost going to throw something so you can yeah. be nice and explosive i have a load of issues with my elbows getting aggravated by direct tricep yeah, work yeah me too mate. and by doing that just opposed to doing like for me something like you're saying like a really lightweight but controlled tricep kickback or whatnot would just really piss my elbows off because mm. I have to almost even when it's really controlled so you're like pulling it up locking it in with that, the back that makes it worse I have what to about like, if you supinate you come up I've I, I not necessarily tried that exact mm. the exact thing but generally speaking the the more 
the focus is on purely elbow extension, the more it hurts me. Mm-hmm. It white the only ones that hurt me on my elbows are over the head stuff. Like, yep. you know, doing like the classic dumbbell behind the oh, head. Oh, God, yeah. It wrecks my yeah. elbows, yeah. that does. That hurts yeah. terribly. Yeah. So, yeah. So, and what then, are you doing there? Just explain that one more time. So, it's like a rolling tricep extension. So, you would lie um, with your upper back supported on a bench. I suppose you could do it on anything. What about if somebody had like pillows at home or something like that? Yeah, so you, you, can, you can technically do it on the floor, although you're just not going to get as much of a stretch. What, what about if you sat leaned up against like your Sofa, you're sat on the floor and you put your upper back yeah, on so the you sofa. Can do it. So you, yeah, so you're almost on, uh, is, like if there was an imaginary yeah. incline bench. Yeah, you could yeah. do that as well. Um, and then I do it with the easy curl bar at the moment. Are you trying to keep your chest up, push towards the ceiling, arch yeah. back? Yeah, chest elevated. No, chest elevated because, yeah. again, there's n- it's minimal load, so you don't have to worry about yeah. the fact that you're overextending a little bit. Oh, we good? Yeah, we just... Uh, Sorry, YouTube. You've had a bit of a blackout, but God damn, we do it every time. We need to. Set, we need a little timer. We do need a little alarm, but I don't like being invasive. So there you go. Sorry about the YouTube, but you'll still hear us chatting anyway, and I'll just little bit some funny stuff on the screen. Yeah. Would have been a funny question for you to answer. Actually, being as much fun, put a picture of this. Like, I'll I'll send you like a diagram of like oh, yeah. somebody doing a roll in trust. So, yeah, go to the YouTube. Or we'll demo it if you're confused. <laughs> we'll put it up on there, and there'll also be a, a funny question for you to answer. Yeah, like a roll in trust. I think if you just. YouTube rolling tricep extension, there'll be a shitload of videos, but feels great for your elbows. It can be loaded fairly heavily over time as well. You've got to progress into it. Be very careful of like the range of motion and don't you want you want to like overextend at the shoulder because you may hurt yourself. But like anything, right? When you're trying it at home, go slow. Yeah. Really focus on the movement. Really control your negatives because if you fuck up your negatives on anything, so this is just across your training in general. If you fuck up the negative, your positive is going to be dog shit. Yeah. Like, don't assume that because you blasted through the negative and fired up into the positive, you've done the movement right. There's a huge difference between shifting a weight and lifting a weight. And a lot of people in the gym just shift weights and yeah. then wonder why they don't progress. Because yeah. you're not activating muscles, you're using compensation movements, compensation muscles, you're out of alignment, shit's kicking off, and you think you're killing it until nine months down the line, something pops, tweaks, or, or pings. Yeah. Because it's a cumulative overload over time in the wrong areas yeah you need to know what you're trying in and whether the, the movements that you're doing are yeah. actually applicable for it and also the, it's getting that balance isn't it you can you can overly focus on slow controlled and then also you can overly focus on just shifting weight and yeah the, i think i went to too much once too much on doing a lot of light focus work for a while and then i actually picked up some heavier dumbbells and was like Ooh, it gassed me. Yeah, like real fast. Yeah, I think like I pumped out real hard as well. The same as most things in it's life. Good to mix it up. Yeah, the the sweets, the the right answer normally lies somewhere in the middle. Mm. Um, and that doesn't mean that like how a lot of training programs can be structured now. You might have heavy compound lifts as your first two movements, and yeah, then this, you're going to back yeah. off and do lighter accessory work, and that's when you're going to work yeah. into the higher rep ranges with more fluffy. A really good way, yeah. Really good way of doing it is to start. You still only have like a singular compound movement in there for the muscle one muscle group each time. Then move on to one that's maybe a bit compound with isolation. Then on to isolations. Yes. But you see so many people that just like smashing out isolation after isolation after isolation, and then wonder why they don't. They're not really functional elsewhere. That's a good idea. Yeah, mix and match everything. Here's a good thing, people. There is no real right or wrong way to train. No. Like today, I did. Uh, chest and back and sometimes I did chest and back today as well oh did you yeah it was an upper session I always do those kind of movements when I've had like a couple of days off that I shouldn't have had off mm-hmm. I just go back and do two major point yeah. two major points yeah. I wouldn't normally train them back to back normally I don't think um, but again I train quite just like because I would had that low motivational point once I'm going if I like something and I'm in the groove I don't leave it mm-hmm. so sometimes when I go in on leg days 
and I'm going leg press. I'm only supposed to do five sets. Sometimes I'll do 10 because I'm on that and I'm feeling great. Everything's connecting. I feel like it's a benefit staying there. So why would I leave that to then go and do something like a squat or something that I'm not in the mindset for? Yeah. Like I'll leave that for the second train legs training day of the week, mm-hmm. you know, which is absolutely fine to do. Yeah. And I fit, and you use ass just I would sit on that leg press and smash it out. Maybe I'll vary my foot position close to wide, maybe, yeah. but maybe not. Maybe just grind out because I'm fucking in that zone. And today I had the same thing. I started with pull ups with back, and it just felt like I was really connecting with the bad points. Yeah. So in between every chest set, I just did 10, eight to ten pull ups, mm-hmm. and by the end of it, oh my god. Yeah, I was like having to shout at myself. I was having to do them in like threes yeah. to get up to like the eight reps. Yeah, That's right, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's absolutely blown out. Felt great. It's a functional movement. Pull ups are something we neglect a lot anyway. Yeah, I think like pull ups <clears throat> is probably <throat> the number one best back movement that is not done enough. Like mm. I would rate like I think like dumbbell rows, barbell rows. They're really really great but you often find they're limited in range of motion whereas a pull-up it's it ticks all the boxes the great range of motion it's healthy for your shoulders it can be it can be loaded over time i think the only hardship with a pull-up is people that are already a little bit heavier or just starting out and they're quite weak but then you can use bands yeah you can that's not very too deep on pull-up details but like we're getting bogged down we're just getting nerdy yeah pull-ups are the shit the point is just train Whatever it is you feel like doing that day, flow as it comes. Like don't don't be too strict on yourself. Get the shit done and, and just as it flows, like midway through one of the sets, it's like punching the punch bag. Because mm. I just felt that's what I wanted to do. Mm. So I just laced the thing up and then went back into pull ups. Yeah. And then I got a nice burn on my elbow. Right yes. Yeah, I was one. wondering what you were like rubbing yeah, cream into your elbow. I was, I was like, I better rub that before that scabs up nice. Yeah, if you if you catch the bag just perfect. In real fight, it'd be a cutting shot. It'd like slice people up and real nice. Yeah. But with the bag, it just burns your skin off. Well, there's somebody here who's actually asked you where you got your freestanding bag from. Oh, let me tell you. Mm. Mm. A little bit of news coming that way. Actually, I think I got it through today. Yeah. I am signing with RDX, the mm. fight company. How nice. fucking cool is that? That's it. These people... Sponsor are linked with like Tony Ferguson, yep, from the UFC. Oh, mate, you need training oh. session with Tony oh, Ferguson. I think I do. You'd be throw, throwing tires around and roll, would be rolling around. So confused by the end, you'd be like, Best day ever, but don't know what I learned. Yeah, if anyone doesn't understand this, just YouTube Tony Ferguson training. Oh, yeah, and you'll just see the wildest shit ever. <laughs> it's a mixture between martial arts and break dancing, yeah, <laughs> plus. Plus, if you've ever seen a kid at a ball pit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, sometimes it just includes a tyre for no reason. Yeah, for no reason. Yeah, and, it, and it'll be in an abstract place like a, like a field. <laughs> I don't know how he got the tyre there. He's so cool. But he is a fucking badass. He is, he is, really is. But yeah, so I am, I'm, um, I'm linking up, going to be working with RDX to bring... Obviously, we do the street fight videos and stuff like that, which are legit. Um, but I want to do some fun things where people can do stuff at home from the bag work. And they, they actually have some really other cool stuff that I've just got through. Like, they have a sand kettlebells and sand bags. Mm-hmm. So with the kettlebells, because it's sand, you can chuck it around on, and you don't smash your floors up in the house. Yeah. It's brilliant. And I've been using that for, um, like, doing goblet squats and stuff like that, bicep curls, uh, the standard clean and presses. Yeah. Kettlebells are fantastic. But obviously, in the home, they can be can a real hard They can really smash up. Yeah. Um, and obviously, if you're new to kettlebells as well, sandfill kettlebells are great because they don't bruise you up as much as mm-hmm. well. Yeah. Uh, and then I have a sandbag now, so I can do. I sorry, I do. If you already said it, is that you can adjust the weight, can't you? you just take sand out, put more sand in. Uh, I don't know. I haven't fiddled with them that much actually. You, 
There is like a, a Velcro thing on the top where you can, and inside is sandbags. Yeah, surely you just take some take some bags you out. You could take the weight out, yeah. Yeah, and yeah, then you've made it lighter. So it's incrementally yeah. loadable. Yeah, probably. Which it's I probably always think like dumbbells, like, because people are always like, oh, what's better, dumbbells or barbells or whatever? And really, like, whatever's incrementally loadable is going to be the best, which is why kettlebell, that's kettlebell's downfall. Yeah. You have to have a set of every single kettlebell. Yeah. But something like that gets over that issue. Eight, eight, somewhere between eight and twelve kilos of kettlebells, I think, is a good, a good find. Um, you can do a lot with a ten kilo kettlebell. Yeah. But yeah, so and they've got a sandbag as well, um, so I can do squats and all that kind of stuff, and even like front squats because I can hold it at the front. Yeah. Um, so yeah, really cool. And the punch bag I have is a six foot. Um, it's a so it's a six foot indoor punch bag, and it, it is on a water filled. You can fill it with sand. I fill it with water. Because uh, I didn't have time to go and buy sand, water filled base, and it has suckers on the bottom. Now, mine's on a wooden floor, so it's not ideal, but it's still, you can literally full on tie kick this thing like you're yeah. trying to break Absolutely wood. Absolutely leather it. Leather it and, it, and it moves like an inch. If yeah. this was on normal flooring that was level, yeah. it wouldn't move at all. Like yeah. you would, you once you placed it, you'd struggle to move it again afterwards. Like it's so good. And so, yeah, it's just, it's the six foot standing punch bag I've got from RDX, and it is dope, but wait, because I will have a discount code for you all. And that's rare with RDX stuff, I think. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. So, and it's going to save you a fair wallet because yeah. punch bags and that, you know, they're, they're not like buying a £20 something. They're, they're, no. they're a great investment, but, you know, they are an investment. So you will save a significant wallet. Product. It's solid as well, isn't it? Like, because yeah. it's. We actual... have leathered the crap out of it to see yeah. what we can, if we could knock it over, and we could not knock yeah. it over. Because it, it's it's relative, when when it's not filled, it's relatively lightweight. And I was like, mm, we'll see how this goes. Yeah. But when you put it together, fuck, it's, it's so surprisingly yeah. solid. It was yeah. like. Considering the the weight of the whole thing, it was it was mad, wasn't I it? I have I have filmed a video of getting it all all the stuff. So the YouTube video will be up definitely next week. So I've got two videos going up next week because productivity is back. And um, one of those is me um, unboxing and setting up the thing, and also rugby tackling it. Yeah, nice. <laughs> nice. Which kind of hurt. So yeah, there you go. It's RDX. It's really good. And if they, uh, I would like to say they've had uh, like many companies have had stock issues getting things shipped over left, right, and center. They are literally like personally messaging all orders and people like that letting them know exactly what's going on that's awesome so, um, back because so many people have ordered them yeah. there's like a backlog but they're really working they're very very good with customers and it's really one of the reasons I've actually gone with them is they give a fuck yeah yeah because I'm very you know I like that about companies when they don't I just mm. yeah no I know you it mean. feels false if they don't so, no, yeah, okay. they really do care, so it's fair play. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, they're really good. They're really good. And they actually, they give a shit about current customers rather than just new. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they really like, they support loyalty. I was so, talking to my grandparents cool. about this the other day. Cause Loy- they, the loyalty factor. Yeah, because they were like, it's all fucking gone now. Well, they just swear. Mm. They don't swear. <laughs> um, something about the, the gas and electric, and they were just like, the like the, the longer you stay with the company, and they'll just incrementally like creep up the prices Hopefully so you, you don't, don't notice. Know. Yeah. And and it's just such a bad way to treat existing customers. Like why? Like if me. anything, it should be going down because they've been stopped because they've stopped with you for such a long time. Yeah. Encourage long term customers because no one wants to have to swap all constantly. I, all I get from that just company is threatening messages. Mm. You've not paid your bill yet. Yeah, yeah, because your app doesn't work, dickhead. Mm. I tried paying my bill five times. Your app keeps crashing. So. Shush, shush your face. And also, why is my bill an estimate? Yeah. How about I estimate I owe you 20p? Yeah. You, you What are you going to do? Yeah, I've estimated it. probably yeah. about right. I've estimated it, yeah. It so is mad, isn't it? I challenge your estimate for my estimate. Yeah. See who wins. <laughs> Let me know how that goes, mate. <laughs> Let me know how it comes when you get your 20p. <laughs> right, um, so we've got, got some other ones here. So who are your favourite people to take inspiration from when cooking? <laughs> when cooking? My mum. <laughs> 
I'm going to say Gordon watch... Ramsay. No, no. It's fucking raw. <laughs> <laughs> Look at it. No, because Ramsay just uh, makes no. everything really, like, delectable. Yeah. You can't make, you can't eat all his food all the time. It's no. too rich. There's too I, much going on. I just, I wasn't actually being serious. I do like Ramsay's food, and I just love him as a person. Yeah, just I he's like him as a person. Terrifying. I like the fact that we gave him shit in England, and he went, "Cool beans, I'm moving to America." Yeah, and then it blew up, and where, it's yeah. so fucking yeah. Where they all high five me and say, "Well done," like yeah. you know, because there's a real problem in England. Yeah. The moment somebody over here does well, we're like, "Oh, look who they think they are." But mm. no, that's that's not true because. The, part, the you, older generations were like, oh yes, blah, blah, blah. it's ones like, I was thinking, it's meh. Yeah. It was in sentences with, meh, We have a real problem in this, uh, with our press in England, where we, they batter anyone for doing well, rather yeah. than spread, where in America, they're all like, butt slaps and high fives. Yeah. Like, yo, amazing what you're doing, bro. Why can't butt Why slaps be more popular? every time? Why can't butt slaps be right. popular in England? Well, I know we never developed the butt slap no. in America. It's like the thing yeah. going onto the football field. You're about to kill. You want get on there, kill everybody. Yeah, okay, get out there. Butt slap, spank, <laughs> little spank. Yeah, yeah, spank. yeah, yeah. yeah. But... Imagine if we imagine yeah. we should we should start implementing it. Yeah, but just for like the postman. <laughs> Cheers, mate. Butt slap. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about your postman. I, have you seen my postman? Yeah, I have. My postman is a transgender postman. Yeah. So I think I would not only um, get arrested, I would also then be hunted yeah. by the transgender community for sexual assault. Something. Yeah, it'd be something. That for not appreciating the balance of the butt lifestyle of a transgender post-person. Yeah. Ma- post post-person. Oh, yeah, I didn't even realise yeah, that. I caught myself then. Look at that. Ha-ha, <laughs> in your face, transgender well community well done, and Karens. Yeah, well no, he's cool. I like him. Yeah. He just rocked up there one day, just different. I saw something today. It was, it was odd. I don't know if you have you heard of have you heard of Matt? I think his name was Matt Croc. He was a sorry. Did I just I heed him? Didn't I? She she turned up. I don't know. Yeah, is, it, is it a, is it a woman? I said he. There's a Twitter rant already. Somebody's ranting on Twitter now already mm-hmm. about it. So it's too late. Can't think about. Well, it. how do you talk about them in past tense? You can't. You're not allowed to ever dead name or anything like that. That's that's forbidden. So you cannot. I don't. I don't if keep. If you accidentally with... say it, it, it's forbidden. Yeah. You have spoken. He whose name shall not be spoken. Mm, fair enough. Because I'm you've literally like you've I'm not against literally anything. Like I think no, people give can a do crap. People do can what do makes you happy. Makes you not harm other people. Do yeah. as you bloody please. Like, yeah, my, I don't know whether you know this. My mom's a lesbian, and she's married to a woman. Like yeah. Like I, I grew, I grew up in all the way a, through a household. With, oh no, because you had your mum and dad. Because I was because you were here. Yeah, because yeah. you are here. <laughs> <laughs> I was a test tube baby. <laughs> I was found in a cardboard box. Yeah. So yeah. yeah um, so I grew up in a house where we had some lodgers, a couple of gay guys. Like oh, uh, that. Yeah, for, that yeah. was completely normal. Like being straight or gay literally didn't mean fuck all. Like do whatever the fuck you want to do as long as it's not hurting anyone. Like yeah. why? Why would your I've, sexuality I, or gender? I I don't get it. Like I don't get racism. Like I don't understand how you can dislike somebody. Because their skin colour is different. It like I don't get it. Yeah. It, it just it's so illogical to me. It's like smoking to me is illogical. Like you want to suck smoke into your lungs to blow it back out again. Why? Like you know what I mean? It's just there's no there's no why for me in it. There's no yeah. answer to the question why. Like racism is literally it's not it's the same as like, anyway. it's like 
not liking someone because of the it's colour like of their hair. It's like me hitting you for the colour of your eyes. Yeah. It's, it's bizarre. It is so random, isn't it? It makes literally no sense at all. It's but... more like, it's more because it's, you're from a different place from me. Urgh. You, you're from outside of our line. Yeah. And the yeah. line in the sand. You're from the other bit. Yeah. And it's this is my like bit. This is my bit. You're not allowed in my bit. <laughs> it's, it's, it's weird. And like, I can't, I still can't believe that it's still a thing now. Like, mm. now that people are so much more educated and understand that there is... It's an odd thing, isn't it? Yeah, it's bizarre that people still cling on to it. I think it, I think for most people, I, it's, I always, it's a defence mechanism, I got, isn't it? I got a cool cool, cool uh, school story for that one. Oh. It always sticks with me whenever... And this always, always stuck with me, which is how I knew I wasn't racist. Yeah. Uh, other than the fact that, like, I don't see skin colour, like, obviously. No. But um, it was... So, we used to play pranks on each other all the time at school. Um... Because it's an all boys school. I went to an all boys school, so I mean, you put I don't know how many kids were in a year, like I don't know, a hundred yeah. lads per year all together for five years. You're gonna get up to shenanigans. Mm. And we got up to plenty of shenanigans. <laughs> and uh, so there's um, what was he called now? I'm gonna call him um, Mr. J because I can't remember his name. But I'm pretty sure it started with J. It's some oh, yeah. No, I spent too much time trying to remember. Uh, what's that brain? The lyrics to Top Gun? No, no, we don't need that right now. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. Shh. <laughs> uh, I honestly feel sometimes like my brain is a separate entity. Yeah. Like it does its own thing. Was that, what, just, that, was that who you were talking to in the mirror? You weren't talking to Lex. You were that's talking what I mean. to Lex's brain. It, honestly, when I was talking to myself in the mirror, it felt like I was talk, looking, talking to a different person. But I honestly think that's part of my, um, you know, when I, when I go on my, my tra- uh, travels. Yeah. I've you got know, something to talk about to do with that. Helps that helps me do that a little bit. But yeah, so let's say Mr. J. So he was, um, he was a, what was he now? Was He, he was, a, I think he was Indian of descent. I want to say Indian. He was either in, Indian or Bengali, one of the two. Because he had, he had uh, really, really round features. I just remember he had, he had really, he had like, a, you know, when people have like tubby ears. Mm. <laughs> Just remember that of him. Glasses and then tubby ears. Yeah. But yeah, he was a he was a really nice side when he was really cl- smart, but he wasn't very sporty. Yeah. So like he, he was quite he wasn't right like, into kind of, you know, like rough and tumble. Yeah. Whereas we were all playing wrestling and slamming each other through literally slamming each other through desks. Yeah. And uh we were doing something daft and he um he was like, We stop doing that, we're gonna get done. I think we were playing football in the form room and like we had all those tiles in the ceiling and we kept knocking them down yeah. and you break those, you get it done. And um so he's coming on and we're like Stop being such a tattletale, you know, but whatever. And will we realize that he fit in a lockable cupboard? Yeah. A steel lockable cupboard that was a filing cabinet style thing. So we, we got him into this cupboard, yeah. the steel cupboard, and shut the doors. Now, there's no key to lock it, but what happens if you tip it on its front is they're basically coffined yeah. until someone comes and lifts it up and lets yeah. them out. So that's what we did. Yeah. yeah, that's what we did. Putting him out like the week before, I got locked in the cupboard. Yeah, it's just all fun games. So he would put him in there, and um, that was that was like a few days before, and so he was mad at me already. And then we were doing something else silly in the classroom, and he had another go at me, and I went and I got mad at him because he was just being a bit of a geek. I turned around, oh, will you just stop, oh, just like shut up, you. And then I said you, and he cut me off, and he went, go on, say it. And I was like angry, mm. and I literally went from anger to quizzical. Yeah. I was like, what? Say what? And he was like, you were going to call me. And then I think he said either the N-word or brown bastard yeah. or something like that, you know, yeah. like that. And it literally went from like genuine madness to him to like, huh? Yeah. Oh, no. I was going to call you a C-word. Yeah, I was going to call you a... <laughs> yeah, it literally... And then at that moment, I remember thinking, did you really... I was like, did you really honestly think I was going to say that to you? Yeah. Did you, you honestly think I even care like about that? 
And then after that, like, there was no argument with Seppi. He was like, yeah, I thought you can see it. I was like, nobody. Yeah. No, what are you messing with? You're like, I don't care. Yeah, that's and good. I, I literally, it jumps to my mind every single time when... It, when um, I'm, I'm assuming that there was the school was majority white then, if that was no, the situation. No, it was completely was it... loads of mixed. Yeah, oh, really? Yeah, yeah, it was Blackburn. So oh. Blackburn's like a cultural mixing pot. Oh, that's fair enough. Yeah. yeah. yeah I, some, I don't understand why he thought I was going to say it, because I did no. I'm a mongrel myself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was very bizarre. I just remember being literally, it took my took me from like Deathcon orange <laughs> to like completely neutralized and just like, what? what? Yeah. It baffled me at all. Baffled me that you even think I'd do it. But yeah. Ultimately not racist me. No, no. Well, I suppose um, it's just like, obviously it does happen all the time. I like I'm mixed race and I've had a lot of people when I was, when I was young, especially primary school, secondary school, because that kind of thing, people don't necessarily People don't necessarily mean it. People just say shit. Just yeah, they say it because they think it's going to hurt you. Yeah, yeah, like people say shit to get a reaction, and it yeah. did. Yeah, got fucking the, got the power. Yeah, yeah. The you were a bit of a rough and tumble, weren't you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got fucking smacking the teeth. We're going to talk about Mister Lewis being a bit of a naughty boy. Well, but, to his um, young years. But. It was just like you know what what you did though, isn't it? And also like especially no, no Lewis, no. No, it's not what we do. Most people didn't punch other people in the mouth. No. Well, I don't. I haven't hit anyone for a very long time, and Dude, it's not a smart thing to do at all. I, I had it on. I had. Uh, I had some racism towards me when I used to work on the doors. I used to work on um, doing security mm. on the doors in in the best of places: Burnley, Ooh. Wigan, yeah. and Blackburn. Oh, yes, yes, the best places. Yeah. Full of really, really, you know, uh, what's the word? well-rounded people <laughs> yeah so when you used to kick people out they get really mad at me now i back then used to you know go on some beds and stuff mm-hmm. every so often you know so i kept a nice look because you know you're on the doors there's opportunities mm-hmm. you still gotta look good yeah you know and uh yeah someone i remember kicked someone out and he turned around and he was like i'm gonna, but, uh warning now for the old karens in the world i'm gonna say some racist words mm-hmm. just because so uh we don't condone them it's Just it's more the intent than yeah. the word itself. Isn't don't it? sue us. Anyway, so he turned around and kicked him out, and he went, well, "What are you going to do, you packy?" Mm. And I just I started laughing at him, and I went, "Nope, try again." <laughs> and he went from like mad wanting to fight to, "Uh, what?" And I went, "Wrong, wrong. I'm not that race. You need a, a be- better racism, please." Yeah. Yeah. And he was like, "You, you." Black, no. Uh, <laughs> just, you're like, can, complete... I see, can, I, can I see your passport? <laughs> could, could I have a hint? Yeah. Could I have a hint, please? And he like just completely ran out of steam and just walked off. I was wetting myself. It was the funniest. Does he have glasses on? <laughs> Stop playing guess who's just like... Yeah. yeah. It was funny. Yeah, but because literally, because I had a tan and a bit of colour and didn't look totally English, he just went straight to his, his like go-to move. Oh, that failed. And then he was out of racism. I was like, you need to be a better racist. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, anyone who's brown but not black is a packy, apparently. <laughs> That's literally it. It's yeah. fucking terrible. Yeah, really funny. So, so yeah, so there we go. Racism, baffling. And we are not ultimate racists. Not at all. That's not not at all. But we do, we do, we, we do, you know, if you're going to be a racist, at least be good at it. Yeah, be good at it, man. Yeah. You know, own at least what have you some do. Funny have some pride in your words, <laughs> damn it. Have some pride in your bigotry yeah, exactly <laughs> dumb bro, um, dummy that all went from where, from our favourite inspiration from cooking really yeah that <laughs> god damn from cooking to ultimate racism dummies oh. brilliant okay next one are you going to say anyone who inspires you is it just your mum no my mum yeah yeah if the, I don't know how to cook something I ring my mum fair enough uh, there's a guy I watch on YouTube I think his channel is called like 
French guy cooks or something. His name's Alex. He's like a, mm-hmm. a skinny French guy with curly black hair. Does he? Does he have a French accent? He does because he is he is French and he lives in France. Yeah. Funnily enough, I think he lives in Paris. What are you going to do with this? And he's cooking brilliant and it's really simple. He does loads of like experiments. He's fucking really cool and it's like it's the for me anyway. It's the perfect balance of actual practicality of being able to cook the shit, but also is able to like elevate your cooking so you're not just reheating a pizza slice <laughs> do you know what I mean so uh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's real good so if you, if you yeah. like it check out that channel what's it called um, it's, I'm sure it's French Guy Cooks French Guy or Cooks. something like that okay I'll look into um, it yeah man it's good see if you can improve my cheese on toast <laughs> croque can. monsieur um, what was your inspiration to start your own businesses uh, I hate working for the people pretty much um, you know when you start a job and you know it's not going to be a job for life and you're just doing it for money uh-huh. And someone tries to tell you something about like future prospects and something like that, and you just look at them and you go, "Yeah, I'm smarter than you," yeah. and you don't realize it, which is says a lot. Mm. Uh, if you really think that I'm going to be working in this clothes store mm. for the rest of my life, yeah, you're a dummy. Yeah, similar for similar for me, yeah. really. I suppose I don't, I don't, uh, I don't do well being told what to do. No. Um, yeah, like within reason. Obviously, I'll t- I can follow instruction, but I can't. I cannot be patronised yeah. too. Like, I, I, if yeah, when they when they say stuff that's like the simplest of things, mm. and then say, "Do you understand what I mean?" Yeah, and you want to punch them, yeah, right in the face well. immediately, and just like face punch. Like, did you actually ask me that? Yeah. I'm, I'm going to stone cold stun you mm. so that you can't explain it to the police properly. Yeah. So, <laughs> so like um, being being my own boss was something that kind of I had to do because yeah. no, yeah. I wouldn't hold down another <laughs> job. Yeah, I'm the same. That just literally, it, I, I can work really well for people that inspire me. Yeah. So if somebody can teach me stuff relentlessly on the job, yeah. I'm all in. Like I love it, but I rarely found that. Yeah, in, it's in super hard to things. find, isn't it? Yeah. Like, um, I think as well because sometimes, especially when you're young and you're starting off in jobs that maybe, like you know, my situation there. You know, you don't necessarily have to be that well qualified to do it. They're used to the cannon fodder of getting through people and fucking them off and mm. getting somebody else in. So they're used to talking to somebody who they automatically have got like an, a, a negative idea of you just being another fucking idiot who's yeah. just going to. Whereas really, maybe if they spent some time actually nurtured the, you know, the you as a as an employee and helped bring yeah. you up. You'd think and they would, wouldn't you? Because you'd benefit them. Yeah. But no. I think yeah. like people over time, people get cynical. Depending on certain yeah. industries, people get cynical, and especially if you're in an industry where you've got a high churn rate of like a lot of staff. If it's something like retail, and you're constantly yeah. people in, people out, Christmas temps in, people out, and and retail is the worst. And and also, you know, they're just gonna they're gonna have that negative connotation with the, hey. the newbie. And hey, if you're in retail and you're a manager in retail, hey, how about this? How about if your staff have tidied the entire floor and there's nobody in the store and everything's folded? You let them talk. Mm-hmm. Who's that hurting? How about you don't have them refold already folded clothes? Yeah, God. You power mongan dummy. <laughs> like, just make your staff will be happy if they're allowed to chat and there's nobody in the store or they haven't got anything to do. Let them chat. As long as the shit's done, you'll have happier staff. 
that's all that used to piss me off when mm. I did those jobs. But also, if you're going to go into retail at student, as uni, at wherever you're at, if you're studying or you're looking for part-time work and doing things like that, just be prepared to be told to do the most mundane nonsense, literally so that you're doing something because yeah. apparently it's not okay to just have fun ever. Yeah, do you think that's like almost a bit of a power trip when people get that when they're like, they become it. a manager of uh, something and they're just like, I can tell and, people what like, to do and they've got to do it. Yeah, but I don't know, it must be. Like if your shit's done, what does it matter what they're doing? Because when people, look, literally the morale, because like that's something that gets so underestimated. So if somebody is a manager and they're listening to this and they do some of these things just because they think, oh, fair enough, probably in their mind they're just like, okay, it's good practice, they're going to refold the clothes and blah, blah, blah. So there was, these, there's like reports from people that were in con- so concentration camps. These were like Jews in concentration camps. This with the is a good tangent, go on. Yeah, so they were... Um, Basically, they were trying to find ways to make them as miserable as possible while they were in these concentration camps. So at one point, they had them digging their own graves, oh. literally. So they were digging the graves. That was the worst. You just made me laugh whilst talking about concentration camps. Because <laughs> in my head, they built... In my... Is it a camp Stop to concentrate in? No. no. They built a really shitty clothes store in the middle of the camp and just made them relentlessly fold clothes. No, no, they didn't do that. They definitely didn't <laughs> but, do that. The, but my brain is not in a concentration camp. My brain yeah. is just like, so apologies. So yeah, apologies. we have just gone from retail to, to, uh, to like camps. Auschwitz. That's horrendous. Um, so they, they, that is the worst tangent yet. So, so they, they literally <laughs> and made we've had them. a tangent about me getting kneed in the dick. And this beats it. Yeah. But carry on. So they were digging, their, like they were say, literally digging their own graves. Just before you carry on, can I say that I, I have, I'm in no way affiliated with Mr. Lewis. Uh, he is completely on his own in his storytelling moment right this now. Isn't, this is, this is, uh, <laughs> I'm completely abandoning Fair you. Enough. No, I'm telling the story. This is, this Very is, quiet, this is information. So like, um, they literally had them digging their own graves and That's they hilarious. noticed an actual increase in morale. They were happy because they were being productive. They were doing a task. They were happy. Yeah. Well, they were, they, yeah, because effectively most of the shit they were doing was aimless. They were like breaking Jesus. rocks and stuff like that. But they had an increase in morale. Did they because, know they were digging their own Yeah, they knew they were digging. Well, they think they were digging other people's graves. Well, it was, it was maybe theirs, maybe somebody else's. It was, it was, but it could have been graves for their family. But oh when they actually had the, the, what they did to make them have the negative, negative morale actually like really ran them down they would get them to dig all day and then at the end of the day fill all the holes back in because they're doing a pointless task and that psychologically is like literally if you are happier digging your own grave than doing a pointless task that shows how important it is to actually like have Have, meaning in life purpose yeah that's what we're talking about when it comes to how we're all feeling these freaking lockdowns yeah exactly people lose the purpose and honestly that is one of the main things i think that has affected me that i didn't realize was I have had so much structure by being able to go out and go somewhere and that put because I had a purpose of going somewhere to do something yeah. whilst being in the house that purpose is lost because just the day runs into itself which runs into the next day and you mm-hmm. just you know each day is tumbling into the next as the same thing so you just think oh, we'll do it tomorrow you know, this purpose and these lack of real deadlines yeah. it, it all does accumulate and eventually this it this could be something getting on top of you at home so if you are feeling this maybe really create some form of uh, comeuppance for not hitting a deadline like create some accountability somehow yeah. with those deadlines use use social media use other people yeah. tell people that you know you're going to do something and and if you've got a friend who's really on their on their shit and they're organized like get them to bug you yeah ask yeah. them say like mate i'm really struggling with doing my training can you just like get on my case for a little bit 
And like, and, and so when they're going to go training, make sure they message you. Going, I'm training now. Get up. Let's go. Let's yeah, do this. Yeah, let me know that you are. Yeah. Or like, yeah, if it's like yeah. I'm struggling to get up in the morning, but like, give Ring me a favour and just give me a call in the morning yeah. and just like make me get out of bed. Because you can't get mad at somebody if you've asked them to ring you. So yeah. you're going to wake up and be like, yeah, cheers. Yeah. yeah. And like, that's normally the hardest bit getting going. Like you said, when you started training, as soon as you did like your first set, you're like, I'm a dick. No, not even that. As soon as I put the music on. Yeah. Literally, I took as soon as the music went on, I took my rings off mm. and I was all ready. I had goosebumps. It's ridiculous. Like the difference in my mentality from 30 seconds prior. It's mad. And, it, and then I got so mad at myself because it takes such little to make me so much more happy. And I was just so consumed with my sofaness yeah. that I couldn't even turn the music I was pathetic yeah. you were just pathetic you are fucking pathetic Lex today you were a pathetic human being you should be ashamed of yourself and tomorrow we're going to do better don't be so hard on yourself there's no, a, there's I a, think f- I need a it, fine mate. line no, mate. there's been a few days like this now I've been very unproductive and I need a good wallop alright fair enough you're pretty yeah. shit yeah thank you <laughs> <laughs> right so what's the story behind the Lee Enfield rifle oh okay so the Lee Enfield rifle was um, it's from my neighbour across the road Dave mm-hmm. who some of you saw Oi, Dave. Oi, Dave. Oi, Dave. He, he is super Dave yeah. he just you know the guy you go to who just has knows all the answers yeah. he's so good or has a connection to something and he, he just yeah and um, and Dave Dave is a, a he he does like clay pigeon shooting and hunting and all that kind of stuff and yeah he uh, he had the rifle and um, I liked it so he gave it me for a little bit to see whether maybe I wanted it Pretty cool. Yeah. Fair enough. And it's a legit Enfield from the World War as well. It's got the soldier's name or the sergeant's name. I thought it would have been sergeant at the time. Do we have sergeants in in the UK ones? We do, don't we? It's not the American thing. I don't know. Corporals into the side. Yeah. Yeah. So it had the... Yeah. Corporal? Sergeant. Dude with more pointy, shine, stripey things on his shoulder than the other people. <laughs> they had That's his... what they do for, the <coughs> shiny things on the shoulders. More stripies, please. Um, yeah, it had his name on, on the actual uh, gun itself, like, in bronze. That's cool. Just, yeah, on the actual, like, on the stock. What's his name? Oh, I don't remember. He's at least on room. Yeah, sorry. Next yeah, I actually, time. I actually really don't remember. Yeah. Yeah. It was, was it, isn't it? Yeah. It was like initials and maybe his number, rank number or something. Right. So maybe not this whole name, because it was just like a circle with the initials and something like that. Yeah, it was cool anyway. Yeah, actual piece of history. Fair Been enough. in a war. Two ways of thinking of guns as well when I had it. I think I thought when you look at it, people think of them as like a device to kill things. But I actually looked at it and thought, that's been in a war, an actual world war. Now that's, you can look at it two ways. One, this gun was used to kill people mm. or saved someone, saved a man's life because yeah. it, Protected him from being killed. Yeah. And probably others. And again, yes, I've For saved other people. And then obviously all the, the repercussions of that one tiny little cog in the machine of the war. But that, m- that means that, you know, we're not all speaking German. I know. And and many other things that yeah, yeah. are going on. I probably wouldn't be here. I'm, no, you're I'm not blonde and blue eyed. I'm yeah. not. We'll be gone. Yeah. My missus would be all right. She's, about that, she's as Aryan as they come. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you have to keep an eye on her. Well, uh, I do. To be fair. I do. So. Okay, next one. <laughs> Let's hope we don't holocaust the tangent on this. Oh one. no! Yeah, God damn. Um, so, how did you get started in your fit- fitness career? I'm oh, t- ish. So- uh, I hate that. Sorry. Oh, Come on, oh, quick, okay. do it like a, a real quick fire. Blast. I've always been sporty. Sport yeah. has always been something I do. It's what helps really focus me. And um, when I was a kid, I, if I got touching, mum used to send me out for a run or a bike ride, and I'd come back happy. So I was always naturally in in uh, that kind of groove of life i joined every team i could join and did all that so how did it go from when i went hobby to career well i went from 
running at like the track. I got to use the gym early. So then I got to go into the gym and then I started and then I was living, watching Arnie and Bruce Lee and Stallone and all that. So in my head, that's how a man looks, which led me towards weightlifting. Then I played rugby at uni. And then when I came out of uni, uh, I started fighting, did the fighting, end of the fighting, needed a goal. Because when you're fighting, you have real stringent goals, you know, and times and deadlines. Um, so I decided to do a bodybuilding show and vlogged about it. And that's where I started. And that's where Gymshop put me up from. Good, done. Huh? Yeah. Pretty cool. I haven't got a fitness career. I just own a gym, so <laughs> I'm go. not going to answer. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, how is Lewis so sexy, Lexa? Well, I would start with the hair. Mm-hmm. The fact that you can grow short or long hair and look good, and a beard, stubble or beardy, and look good. That's pretty much it. I did ask that question, though. That was me. <laughs> is that your own? <laughs> <laughs> also, you have tattoos and eyes that go on forever. Thanks, Lex. <laughs> Thanks. Emma, listen to Lex and say these nice <laughs> things to me. <laughs> Okay. Um, opinion, little, Emma, little by little, I shall have him. <laughs> opinion of CBD products, uh, both for relaxation and recovery from exercise. Okay. Well, personally, I've I've used them to help me sleep. They do do definitely help me sleep. And I've used them when my mum's dog got stomach cancer. They wanted to put him down and said he had three months to live. I got him the strongest CBD oil from CBD Brothers, who are a really really dope firm. If you have anybody that's sick or suffering. CBD Brothers, message them. They are brilliant. They'll even send you out free samples for them to try just so that they can help you. They're amazing. My sister used them for anxiety and everything. They sent her like gels, little tablet things, edible stuff, like mm-hmm. all for see which one she prefer for free. Yeah. Like she sent them out, didn't even ask for postage. Awesome. No, they said if you can afford, if you can pay for postage, that's great. If not, don't worry. Yeah. Amazing. Um, and anyway, the dog had stomach cancer. Vet wanted to put them down. Uh, three months, literally wanted to put him down. Mum rang me and told me about that. I said, Mum, go tell the vet to fuck himself. Because mm. I was like, that's it. They just decided to put the dog down because he's got stomach cancer. I said, suck it. No. So we put him on a fish and vegetable diet. And I got him the strongest CBD oil. He had five drops in the morning, five drops in the evening. He wasn't eating before having it, and he wasn't energetic. His <laughs> hunger came back, and his appetite came back, which obviously is going to help you fight anything. Yeah, of course. Uh, and he was able to sleep better. And he lived for another two and a half years and just went of natural hip dysplasia. <laughs> had to, he had to go because he couldn't walk anymore. Yeah. So, fuck you, vet, the one to put him down. Yeah. So, so I really believe in it. Yeah. Just make sure you get reputable source. Yes, uh, a lot of you'll find some good companies. I used one called Blessed CBD as well. And whenever you purchase, I've heard of them. Yeah. You, they they'd send you out the lab reports that are done on that batch as well. So every batch that they made of CBD told you exactly what because you've got to be very careful, especially if you're giving it with giving it to pets, um, because like THC can be toxic towards dogs, but CBD is fine. Yeah. And obviously, there is trace amounts of um, THC in hemp, um, which obviously because it's the same with marijuana and whatnot. So yeah. you can, they're, they're in both, but in varying amounts. So hemp has a lot more CBD, barely any THC. Oh, sorry. Yeah, THC. Well, they, don't they take it from the male plants of the species anyway? So it doesn't have the ability to make you high anyway. You could literally... It, it can still get you high. They don't take it from the males. I, I'm, well, from what I know, they don't take it from the males. The males don't bud, yeah. um, if I remember correctly, because you can still get high from hemp. Um, well, you don't know, ask the C- me how the, I know. The CBD that I got, which is from them, you there's no THC in it. Mm, not at all. It, none sure, at all. It, like literally none at all. You can't. You cannot get any high from it. I think. Well, okay. I'm not sure whether. Like, I don't know enough. I don't know enough about it. Yeah. Um, but from what I'm aware, like, there's always going to be. And some amounts. of the more raw stuff yeah. can have THC in it because there's a benefit to having the THC in yeah. if you have a certain type of 
sickness or mm-hmm. pains and stuff like that. But it, they will always tell you anyway, so you don't need to worry about it. When you're looking at whatever product you're buying, they're going to tell you if THC is in it or not, yeah. and whether you need to be careful. So, yeah, from personal experience as well, I've used it. It's helped with sleep for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't necessarily sound that like I'm an anxious person, um, so I've not necessarily used it for anxiety, but I know a lot of people that have, and it's yeah, been My beneficial. sister has, not it definitely. She's, she's felt a difference. And um, I, you know, my, I, my dog, Lanzo, we had to put him down just before Christmas, where he, you know, lived to a good age, and he's... He was epileptic, and he'd been epileptic his whole life since he, you know, he had his first seizure when he was just probably like four or five months old, and his whole life he'd lived through, you know, quite a lot of seizures, a hell of a lot, of, you know, certain points, multiple a day, um, and he was on so much medication, costing us around about five hundred pounds a month because he ended up on human medication because the the dog medication wasn't working for him anymore, and it was just a case of adding more meds and then it would get better for a little bit and then we'd have to up the dose and up the dose until you get to that upper threshold and then we'd have to swap it out for a different med and right towards the end when he was seizuring multiple times a day um it was yeah it was during the the first lockdown how are you affording 500 pound a month to uh, keep him going it was insured no um he wasn't and basically you know we uh he was seizuring multiple times a day. We took him to the vets and we're like, what, what can we do? And they just said that basically, you know, this is kind of how it draws to an end. The seizures just get more and more frequent and not manageable because they build up immunities yeah. to the drugs. Um, and I said, like, what about kind of... Because I had given him CBD several times at this point um, in smaller doses. And um, the vet was like, He's like, I can't advise you to do it because vets no. are bound by their, you know, what they're allowed to say. If yeah. unless it's medically backed, they're not allowed to. Um, so I was like, fuck it, I'll just give him loads. And it was literally a case of like, I saw the vets on the Friday, on the Saturday, we phoned up the people that put down your dog, um, and they, you know, they come out. You have to register if you want them to come out to your house, and we registered with them because we were like, Sunday, we're gonna have to get him put down, um, and all of Saturday he didn't seizure. Because I gave him a fucking huge dose of very strong CBD, yeah, um, and then he went about three months without having a seizure. And the only thing I did differently was give him very large amounts of CBD. Um, and he, you know, well, this was like right so at the very that's st- against pharmaceutical human yeah. medication yeah. seizures. And that's literally the only thing I changed. So, and I know some people dispute it, and but there is definitely a lot of evidence that CBD and THC have a lot of um, neurological effects. And also, bearing in mind, he was on four different types of medication. He was on special food, which was rich in certain minerals and uh, vitamins that were good for cognitive function, like which was like sixty quid a bag. Yeah. Like we were doing, doing a lot. we were doing everything. Yeah. We we changed his do- uh, and then we changed him to raw food to see if that would help. Isn't that the worst? <sighs> it just goes off all the time. Yeah. Well, we were freezing us. everything. Oh yeah. We were freezing oh, everything. We but tried that with our it, was a bit no. So we we literally we were doing our best, and and Lanza was he was a very anxious dog. Um. So we made sure he gets he got ran for an hour every day to get all his energy out. Like we were ticking every single box to make it like. Yeah you know doable and the only thing we changed was the cbd so i know for a fact that that, yeah. that had a positive impact on well, him on, on griff his his stomach he had a lump in his bowel yeah he went back to the vet the one who's put him down mm-hmm. he went back to the vet three months later lump was gone mm. he was three three to four months later lump was gone couldn't find it and the vet was quote baffled yeah yes baffled wanted to kill him anyway yeah sod you mate <laughs> 
So anyway, yeah, we'll get yeah. off that grim, yeah, that was a bit grim, grim topic. But you know, lots of people have dogs, and these things are nice to know. Yeah, it it it's a shit thing, but um, you know, it, it happens, and it's part of having a dog. It's part. Of, it's a good thing about having Cheers. a dog as well. It's uh, it's it's something that helps you mature as a person, doesn't it? Because eventually, we all have to deal with I death. I bawled like a baby when they put him down. I was holding him in the boot of the car with my mum. Oh, I think I've never gone through that before. Because yeah. all the dogs I've had in my family have always just passed away whilst I've like not been there. Mm-hmm. So I never holding him when he went. Oh my god, feeling that those last breaths, <sighs> cried like a baby. Yeah, actually Still. no, I think worse than a baby because man sobs are so much worse than a baby. Yeah. Ugly face and man sobs. Yeah, it was a, it was very rough. Yeah, he was a good lad though. He was a good lad. Many happy memories. Anyway, next one. Anyway, um, what is your height? I think I'm like between five eight and five nine, depending on how stretchy I've been. Yeah, I literally will like because because I've got. Uh, t- t- tilted pelvis mm-hmm. my back will arch so much it actually reduces my height if I if I don't get my back mechanic back straight and in line yeah, yeah massively same with my feet as well if I like stand with the way my feet want to sit which is like rolled in mm-hmm. and like not on the balls of the feet yeah so imagine I've got a, I'm a mess <laughs> I've got, got well, hunchback oh, of Notre yeah, Dame yeah I've got overly arched back duck button and then rolled in feet so my knees are obviously going in <laughs> then um I'm I'm not sure if I stand tall. Yeah, a bit more like five nine. Yeah, I think I'm. <coughs> you're not. Yes, you're a bit bit more than me. Aren't I think you? I'm five eight five nine. I'm in you centimeters. Should... I'm a, I'm 175 centimeters. So I whatever. I really don't know. I don't measure myself. I'm no. not a big like thing of measuring yourself because it's not something you can control. No. So unless you need it for something specific, I don't know why people focus on it so much. No, like, I know I'm 175 centimeters because mm-hmm. at the gym we've got a Fit 3D scanner and you oh, put in yeah. your you put in your height and I do it in centimeters because that's the yeah. more accurate yeah. measurement tool. So yeah. that, that's what I do. But yeah, most I think most of the guys that. <laughs> I know, kind of that. That's average, kind of, you know, five eight five nine height. Whereas, mm. you know, some of you boys are some tall, lovely fellas, aren't you? Fucking tall, you gorgeous boys. Bastards, you lucky bastards. Yeah. Um, right. Yeah, but then I wear big boots as well when I'm out about, so it makes me yeah. more than what I am. Six four. Sneaky. Yeah. yeah. When I wear my heels. When it goes high heels on. Got stilettos on me. You want to see Lex in his heels? <laughs> God damn. Lex Arena. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, favorite UFC fighters and matchups you hope to see in 2021? Oh, favorite UFC fighters. That's rough because they, cause they, they switch so much. Mm. Like I loved, like in the past, I loved Chuck Liddell. That like, was awesome. I love yeah. I love Frank Shamrock because he was just mental. Yeah. Um, current ones, I've got to love Tony Ferguson, but I felt really, really bad after his last fight against uh, it Gaethje. Gaethje yeah. He just got lit up the entire it was so he's so tough mm-hmm. he just wouldn't stop but it was like by third round you're like stop the fight mm-hmm. stop the fight he just, he, there's he, no quitting Tony Ferguson no he he no none none he would fight with broken limbs yeah yeah 100% well he has I think yeah he would slide across the mat yeah, he would yeah and man, bite your toenails yeah. <laughs> like if that's yeah. all that he had I, I love Tony because of that but I think um, what's um, Sugar what's he called Sugar um, Sean O'Malley. Sean O'Malley. I think he is one to watch. He, yes, he is so much potential. So just yeah, he's the the skill level he has from from every angle is insane, mm. and he's so rangy and wily and very clever with his movement. Yeah, uh, I really like him, and I think he's got a good mentality as well. Um, I think it was bad that he got banned for weed for oh, such a long time. Me, what a load yeah. of shite that was. Um, so he had a lot of time off, which uh, actually stunted his run. Yeah. 
because he was on the real role at that point. Mm-hmm. So yeah, hopefully we'll see him back a bit more. Yeah, um, come on, like. Weed is definitely not a performance. In no, it's a joke, man. What? It's not helping them win a fight, is it? It's going to help them eat Doritos. Yeah. <laughs> it's not going to help them weigh in. Yeah, it's, it's a bit of a it. joke. At the end of the day, PEDs are PEDs, performance enhancing drugs. If you don't affect your performance, does it really matter? Like, yeah. they've, it's yeah. their lives. They can. What, what next? You're not allowed to have caffeine? Too much well, especially, caffeine before you especially go? in America, like, it's legal in some states. Yeah. So, like, just because. If he's yeah. tested well, it was positive, legal when he got banned. Yeah, like yeah, it's 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 not a fucking it's performance enhancing drug, and the and the tests are so string so ridiculously. Uh, uh, what's the word? Uh, details the wrong word. You know, they they're literally talking about micro yeah. micrograms of trace. Like, Somebody it, could have walked past him in the street and blow it. And like, yeah. Although to be fair, Sean O'Malley's not exactly like I've never taken drugs. Yeah, no, he's definitely. I'm pretty sure he's he definitely. He's probably. Um, a very well-rounded hallucinogenic user, I would have thought. <laughs> yeah, I would say so. He seems the kind of yeah. dude. The hair alone tells you. Right, here we got. Uh, so, uh, if you were trying to su- survive a uh, zombie apocalypse, how would you do it? I literally answered. <laughs> did, so, like, I answered this, this last week when I was not here. on the podcast, just you know? us talking. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, because I was looking around Lexi's, and I was just like, because he's got like, how tall would you say those walls are at the back? They're like fifteen feet. Yeah, they're Easy. they're tall ass walls, yeah. brick walls. And I was like, if there was a zombie apocalypse, Lex, I'm coming here. <laughs> yeah, it's like, but then I was immediately like, what about the front gates? And you were just like, well, you just park some trucks across it. And yeah, then you'd be you just park a, yeah, a van or a pretty a good. big car across the front of it. because yeah. the the gate is solid, you just have to stop yeah. it from hinging over. You just have to murder like a UPS guy when he gets here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, UPS van across yeah, the gate. Quick, yeah, it'd be sweet. Mm-hmm. You're right. So yeah, so I'll, my I'll strategy here. would be, um, you definitely. I think we did talk about this actually. Crowbar, mm-hmm. because so many it's versatile for bashing and stabbing. Yeah. Yep, have a look at uh, Zombie Survival Guide by Max Brooks. It's an actual <laughs> book, it's like in like talked about in like how you actually would survive. It's a legitimate survival book. Like it talks about how to start fire and all, all kinds of stuff that's actually useful, but in the context of the world that has zombies in, it's <laughs> a fucking genius idea. So yeah, yeah. So we go, we we be here because we have a fire place and everything. Mm-hmm. I've got a fire pit as well in the back. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Use that, mm. you know. We could cook the neighbors, could eat your neighbors, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah they're, all, they're all quite old, they won't get very we, we catch them easy, yeah, slow, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's what we do. We'd eat our neighbors and um, steal a UPS van and put it across the gates and have crowbars, yeah, and get that infield back. <laughs> <laughs> all right, um, are you thinking about making an OnlyFans? Yeah, dude, do you know what you, you definitely should for feet just for the hilarity of it. I I would if I wasn't contracted to legitimate firms. If I was just me on social media dicking around, I would a hundred percent make an OnlyFans for like something stupid like my feet or elbows or something weird. Yeah. Ooh, find, now you've got that little I, scuff on your yeah, elbow. Scuff on that elbow. Mm, God, mm, dirty, filthy scuff. Dirty. Rub some rub mm. some pseudocreme on that. No, they won't say pseudocreme. They'd be like, mm, rub some kiwi on it because <laughs> they've got weird well, kiwi. they're already into elbows use it to juice a lemon <laughs> juice yeah <laughs> grind an orange on it yeah. oh, the pointier the better spit on your biceps <laughs> uh, or, but yeah but no not while I'm contracted to proper firms and, and representing people because it's not the best I think you should mate no one would pay for my OnlyFans you, you're underestimating the amount of weirdos out there that are willing to pay money for stuff. Well, so if this podcast takes off, I might actually make an OnlyFans. Let's see. Get me some fans, and then I'll, I'll have an OnlyFans. I've got no fans to start with. So, <sighs> right, okay. Best experience. Best experience 
fitness and gym have given you? So best experiences. Yeah, I think that's what. The, what's the best experience you've uh, had from the fit from the fitness industry? Mine was going with all the Gymshark crew to Gold's Gym for the first time and LA for the first time. That was pretty amazing. Yeah, it rapidly got crapper the more times we went. Yeah, but that first time was genuinely magic, quite magical. Yeah, that was really cool. That's pretty cool. Man. Yeah. I yeah. think uh, Gymshark... LA loses its shine real fast. Really? Real fast. It smells of piss. Really? Really smells of piss, mate. God damn. It's, oh, if you want to practice for a zombie apocalypse... Had you pissed yourself, though? Well, long <laughs> I was flight. walking around with... It's a long flight. I was jet-lagged. Everywhere smells of piss here. Their, like, their drinks yep. are way bigger than ours. I wasn't prepared. <laughs> no, a great place to practice a zombie apocalypse is LA. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's so many like homeless people on this like crazy drug that literally makes them zombie zombified. Mm. Yeah, some of them like attack buses with their faces and stuff. Yeah, it's a weird drug, dude. Weird, but yeah, they're out there. So it looks like a, zomb- a zombie apocalypse is going on. God damn, it's a bad place because it's so warm, isn't it? And mm. they can like they're all in the on the beach and in the bushes and stuff. And it's so obviously they pee a lot as yeah. well because a lot of them they pee outside and you just get wafts of piss hmm, wherever you go. If you walk under any bridge in LA, it'll stink of piss heavily. Man, it's horrible. Oh, I've never yeah. been. I've never been. I've always wanted to go to America yeah. in general. Just and go like further down that coast, you'll be right. Orange yeah. County and all that. Yeah, yeah. There's a really, really nice place called uh, Carmel. Yeah. And Clint Eastwood used to be the mayor of it. No way. One hundred percent real. God damn. That's a true story, and oh, it's man. beautiful. We should do that one day. When I've got, when I've got, like, when we're allowed to travel, and when I've got some time. Yeah. We should just do that. We should just get. I've always wanted to do a, a gym tour of America. Oh, that'd be cool. Because yeah. like, re- there's so many awesome gyms that have got like their own little YouTube channel and whatnot. And, and there's so many YouTubers that have made their own now. Like, I think that'd be sick just to tour around. Just like... Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, just go and, go and do that. On bikes. Yes, I need to pass my test. One of my mates actually from the gym... 2021 goal. Yeah, one of my mates from the gym said that... Because what's it called? The CBT license, is it? you got to C- do CBT, which is where you get to ride the like, scooters. Yeah. And then... Uh, it's just basically road awareness. You can the only way you could fail your CBT is if you killed somebody while doing the while doing it. Yeah, George. Yeah, like yourself. My, my, yeah. yeah, my mate George. He said that he's like, and his has expired during yeah, lockdown. Oh, they extended it surely. Yeah, no, they haven't. Uh, so his has expired. So he's <gasps> got to do it again. Um, so yeah, and because he, I think he turns twenty four. So then he's allowed to be on the big bikes after twenty four. I or think. A big bike. He gets a big, a big bike. Big boy yeah. bike. So, um, how long are we doing for time? Are we yeah, we got like, I'd say about three or four minutes left. Oh, sound. Okay. Let's um, do a quick fire. Go. Okay. Weirdest thing you've ever eaten or drank? Oh, God. I don't know. I don't tend to eat weird stuff. I guess like proper baby octopus or squid because it was like whole. Oh, yeah. It literally was like a full like what not not tentacles cut off like the whole yeah, yeah, thing. yeah oh I've had that as well yeah I felt really bad afterwards because they're intelligent animals yeah so I haven't eaten it since uh, I, yeah I did that it was like calamari and they were like baby squid but they yeah. were whole, whole and I bit into them and it popped and boiling hot squid goo flew yeah. down my throat and I was like oh, that's ah. disgusting yeah it was pretty rank I did finish. I'd finished them, but oh. <laughs> it wasn't what I was expecting when I ordered. Like it was, I think it was called like baby calamari. Expecting the yeah. little rings of calamari. It's even worse that we tackled that. that, isn't it? Baby calamari. Like we were proud that we've murdered these little baby things. Yeah, it was rough. Bad that times. was. That yeah. wasn't nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, right. Uh, Update on the old uh, bourbon as we've been going. Mm. It's definitely got a nice heat to it overall. And the heat runs 
around the back of your palate, but doesn't go down your throat. Even once you've swallowed it, it stays, the heat stays in your mouth. So it's not a throat burner. And it is definitely really sweet. And the, the more you drink it, you can really get the hit of the sweetness first. So, yeah, it's a good one, people. We've got quite a few here that I want to try and fire through. Right, um, go, 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 go. Is there a scheduled release date for Reckless? Yeah, we are aiming for May, but obviously with everything going on in the world, it is a bit of a clusterfuck trying to get everything made and delivered on a certain time schedule because, like, everything's doubled up on times and we don't know how that's going to go, especially since we've done Brexit. So we're aiming for May um, and we'll keep you updated. Tips for an up-and-coming personal trainer: How to stand out from the crowd. Oh, I don't know. Don't don't be a boring, bory, boresomeness <laughs> person. <laughs> don't be boring. Be fun. Make things really simply explained. Break it down and make it accessible. I guess to people. Be accessible. But don't like if you go and talk to a normal person about the fundamentals of a squat, and they've never squatted, mm. they're going to lose interest real fast. Yeah. So like just. Yeah, so I'd say do make routines that anybody can do that will still get your heart rate up and challenge you. Yeah, I would say don't worry about standing out from the crowd. I would worry about working with clients and actually getting experience because doing your PT course, you know, no offense, but you know fuck all. The PT course, I've done it. It's yeah. actual lies. Yeah. Um, Nobody trains like that. And then nutrition, bro. It's yeah. all bro science. Yeah. It was, I was literally in the middle of it having to keep my mouth shut. Like, I was like, you know, this has all been disproven. Yeah. There's so much nonsense. Yeah. PT qualifications are dog shit. And not saying that what you know is dog shit, but unless you've got further education from that or unless you're better educated um, from before you did your PT qualification and you're just doing the qualification as a formality so you yeah. can actually be a PT. Um, you need to spend time working with clients and actually getting to know people because a massive part of it is actually the psychology of how you deal with yeah. people and their motivation 100%. more than actually showing somebody how to perform yeah. movements properly. And be, use your fucking common sense as well. Like I saw personal trainers having like overweight people trying to do planks, mm. which is just ridiculous. Yeah. They're not going to have the core strength. One, a normal person finds a plank tough. Yeah. Never mind somebody who's ha- has a lot of extra body weight on top of them that they shouldn't be holding. Mm-hmm. And then you could try and make them hold a plank when they couldn't. It's, it's ridiculous. So all that's going to happen is they're going to fail or hurt themselves. And then they're going to feel shit and not want to do it again. And also, don't be one of those PTs that just beasts people to make them feel sore so they think they've done something and come back to you. Be legitimate and, and give your clients and everything realistic timelines as well. That's really important. Okay, next. Um, give us your best cowboy yeehaw to celebrate oh, yeah. Jim's opening BCB inbound fist bump. And oh. this is Brett versus Godzilla. This, and and it's, it's suitable because we have the cowboy whiskey. Yes. So I got one for you, right? You ready? Okay. Yeehaw! Cowboy! God damn. <laughs> I felt confident about my No, I literally just made my cowboy yeehaw wither away. That was really good. I'm not even going to do one for that. <laughs> um, I think we just oh. deafened everybody there. Okay, if you could delete calories from one food, but it had to be eaten daily, what biscuits. would it be? Biscuits. That biscuits. was flat out. Yeah, 100%. I'm going to say crisps. Yeah, no, biscuits. Yeah, fair enough. Um, when was the last time you got drunk? <laughs> last Friday. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it doesn't take us a lot. We, we, keep, we do the we, glass. We keep going after yeah. the podcast. Yeah, normally we'll have another one at least after and watch a film, and yeah. that's pretty much us done. Yeah. <laughs> What's your dream bike? This is for you, mate. Oh, that I, that I can't answer that because I there's so many different bike categories. So that you don't, if you're a motorbike rider, listen, you don't own one bike. You need like three or four. You have different bikes for different purposes. So, but what I would say is one of my favorite bikes I think I want to own 
is probably going to be like an original like Enfield from from literally the World War era. Yeah. I definitely would like oh, to own cool. one of those. You know, they're not fast they don't things, but they're just heritage and they're they're just you know they've they've lived through something. So I really love that. Yeah. If it had to be a modern bike, I think I would probably pick something. It's so tough. There's so many categories. I can't answer that. I can't answer the modern bike one. Fair enough. I know, one, yeah, go on. I know nothing about bikes, so... What, what, one sh- that what? goes vroom, vroom. <laughs> vroom, vroom, vroom. <laughs> I'll just say a Harley Davidson just because... Do you actually, though, really want a Harley? Yeah. You actually do? Yeah. They are cool. I like yeah, them. I'm not against cool. them at all. They're just... They're, they're too much money for what they are. Big, thick boy, heavy bike. You want the fat oh. boy. Yeah. Or one of those, like... Do you know what the Big best... American, like, Orange County chopper or something. <laughs> The best, uh, the, I think if I had to have a Harley, I'd have the breakout all like tuned up. The breakout is like a balance between like the, the smaller bikes that are like the, um, what do they call them? The irons. Yeah. And then there's the fat boys, you yeah. know, which are the ones with the tire the size of the earth. Fat boys. So they're like in between and they're a little bit more movable and they're, yeah. re- they're really nice to ride. They're really like talky mm-hmm. and really comfortable to be on. And I felt like I, I was happy on that, like giving it some. Yeah. But it didn't need to go too quick to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. So they, uh, I would like that. I have been looking recently at a converted like BMW K 1100, which is like a big old touring bike, but then they chop it all up and it looks really cool. It's a bit like my K 75. But yeah. Did you ever watch Long Way Down or Long Way Round? I watched them all. Long you way know. up, stupid. They did yeah. electric Harleys. Yeah. I'm not against electric bikes, but what I'm against is the fact that they couldn't go off-road. The yeah. entirety of the purpose of that, that the long way up and the long way round was off-road on GSs. I didn't know there was a long way up. Oh, yeah, they've just done it. Just done it. It's oh, on, recently? It's on Apple TV. And, yeah, and yeah, is recently. it Charlie Borman and yeah, yeah. Ewan yeah. McGregor? Yeah, they just finished it. They just oh. did it. It was like in the last six months. I know, I didn't yeah. even know that. And it's on electric Harleys. Yeah. Because the other ones... Basically, like- it's, it's them riding trying to find a plug socket. In places where the power grid's not strong enough to charge the bikes. Yeah. It sucks. Right. It's a shame. Don't know why they decided to do that. No, no I didn't really know don't. that was a thing. I think it might have been because Charlie Borman had a bad accent and his leg was a bit duffed up. Right. So he probably wouldn't have been able to do the adventure style bikes like the GSs. If anyone's maybe. seen that, how many fucking times did you McGregor get fucking fuel? Like, was it petrol in his eyes or diesel in his eyes? <laughs> yeah. Like, it seemed to happen on a daily basis. Every time he filled the bike up, he yeah, just himself, just, wouldn't he? <laughs> Yeah, just there, just like opening his eyelids and ah, firing it in. Oh, God, it's... It is. A- the long way down and the long way around are brilliant. Yeah, they're The, awesome. the long way up is is really good when you're just watching it for Ewan and Bourbon. They're mm. great still together. They're brilliant. Yeah. And where they stop is amazing. Yeah. It's the in-betweens where they're on the bikes and they like can't go over 67 miles an hour and they're watching their range constantly and it's just meh. Yeah. I haven't... what Because they're old now. That's That's got to be like 12 10 years. years. 12 years. I was going to say, I was at school when... I'm sure I was at school when that uh, that came out. It's so. If you haven't seen it, it's so dope, and you can watch it on YouTube. It's old, obviously, so don't expect it to be HD, but just the, what those bikes can do mm. should make you want to do Basically, it. it's amazing. Like you and McGregor and Charlie Borman just jump on some bikes and they just travel the world. And it's they literally awesome. ride like over Mongolia and stuff. Yeah. They go where roads end yeah. and they keep going. Yeah. It's insane. And they it's just amazing. Spray fuel in their eyes constantly. Do <laughs> <laughs> they have some proper nightmares? Yeah. But yeah. What they, about that bit where there was like, uh, they were where the, like, the arms dealers were? Can you remember that? And they go to the party where all the arms dealers are yeah. and they're all just there like five oh, no, and Yeah, they go to a, they stay at a random person, invites them to stay at the house because they recognize you and McGregor. Yeah. And then partway through, them going to this place the guy just brings out like an AK-47 yeah. and it turns out he's a little bit of a naughty man yeah <laughs> maybe because the yeah 
Yeah. Fuck. Pretty cool. Pretty it's cool. Like, I've seen you in Moulin Rouge. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> in the in the latest one, he gets recognised for Star Wars, which is bizarre to me because he's in the worst Star Wars movie ever. Yeah. Those movies are it's dreadful. Amazing. He survived. They are dreadful, dreadful movies. He's not bad in them, but the movies are just no. dire. No. I refuse to... Originals and then... <sighs> I don't even know if I like the, even the newer ones. The, the new one is just there's so many holes in the plot. It's ridiculous. Mm. Like it's like Swiss cheese. Like you suddenly they're using the force to encapsulate themselves while they float through space and don't die. Shut up. Mm. Like if they can do all these things, why didn't you kick back to the first movie? And you're like, well, why didn't they use that there? Why didn't they use that there? Yeah, it's just nonsense. When he projects, when he projects himself across the universe to actually have a physical fight, Luke Skywalker, mm. you're like, what? No. Shush. You seem to remember it. these much more vividly than I, got, I do. Because I got angry at it in the movie. Yeah. And that guy who's in Think it, of that, a race that went to all the... This is going to probably bug people now, but I don't care. I'm going to say it anyway. He went to all the like Black Lives Matter stuff, yeah. like wittering on about privilege. He's a multi-millionaire actor who starred in probably one of the biggest franchises in history. And he's complaining about his lack of opportunities because he's black and starts crying at these marches. I'm just like... Are you for real? The the black guy who's in the um, new Star Wars movies. Right. Oh, you, you're not know. seeing them? You yeah, know, I have, no, I've seen them. I know what you mean. He's the guy who can't act very well mm. and he's lucky to be in the movies anyway. I don't mm. care what colour skin you have. He It doesn't matter if you can't act. Like He's yeah. a bad actor and he's blaming the fact that he hasn't had lead roles. on. You don't have lead roles, mate, because you suck. You're the Ron Weasley of the Star Wars episodes. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. do one face, you watch it, there's one scene, and it's the bit before Han Solo. If you haven't watched it, spoiler alert, don't listen to what I'm about to say. Han Solo, when he he dies, because mm-hmm. obviously, like, Harrison Ford's like, I'm not yeah. doing all the movies. The oldest shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm not in, I'm not in all these. Uh, he's in the back, literally going, huh? Huh? like that face. Like, huh? I'm not exaggerating. And he's just got the hammiest face you've ever seen. And it's, yeah. like, so noticeable that it's like, to my mate in cinema. Can you see that? And he's like, yeah, 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 I saw that. Yeah. And then they nearly claim at one point and then they don't. And everyone in the cinema was like, oh. <laughs> and the uh, the old camera has given up on us again. It's had enough for the evening. And we have gone on way over our normal time limit. So you're welcome for the extra nonsense. Yeah. And um, if we offended you, uh, that's your problem. Yeah. Well, I'm afraid yeah. that is, yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry that, our, I'm sorry that happened. We yeah. didn't mean it. It's not intentional, Everything but sometimes it happens. But we did cover some pretty... Mm, stuff tonight. It's, so hard not, it's hard not to offend people nowadays. Yes. So but go. that's perfectly within, <laughs> you know, that's it. Within your rights, you can be offended, and I can also not care that you're offended. Because <laughs> we nice folks. Yeah. And you're lovely for tuning in and seeing us again in episode seven. Thank you all very much. We're going to leave you now and go and have a few more tipples. So. Yes. Spank you very much. Thank you very much. And toodle pip. Toodle pip. <laughs>